Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 243, and today we are going to talk about two simple tools, very simple but super powerful tools to help you instantly make better decisions, have less regret, and honestly just be happier in life. But first, before we get into that, I want to say a massive thank you to all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about the little podcast that could, (laughs) about this little real-life weight loss podcast. I just received an email uh, from this organization that reports on podcast charts. And just this past week, this podcast, the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, was almost top 30 in the United States, I think number 34, and almost top 20 in Canada. Hello, my friends to the north, all of you wonderful Canadians. So a big thanks to all of you. And just in case you guys don't know, top 30, top 20 may or may not sound that impressive. I don't know what will impress you, but it's impressive to me. And it's just a tremendous blessing because there are literally thousands, thousands of health and wellness and nutrition and weight loss podcasts. And just to be clear, this top 30, top 20 ranking is in that specific category. It's not like we're top 30 in the entire podcast world. It's within that specific health, nutrition, weight loss category. So thank you all. Thank you. I hope and pray you'll keep spreading the word, and I hope you will continue to find this podcast useful. Now, let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into today's episode. So here's the thing. We zip through life, right? I mean, we're busy. We're going and juking and moving and doing things. We zip through life making literally thousands of decisions every day, and we zip through life having hundreds of thousands of thoughts each day, thoughts that really kind of fly through our head, and we don't even think much about them, right? But here's the thing. How do we go about making all the decisions that we have on a day-to-day basis? How do we go about managing all of those thoughts that just fly through our head? Like, have you ever stopped to think about that? It's like we're living on autopilot, just hoping that it takes us somewhere that we want to go. I mean, imagine getting on a plane, right? You, you, you want to go somewhere, you want to travel somewhere, but you don't tell the pilot where. And the pilot's like, I don't even know where we're going. I just set this thing on autopilot, so we'll wind up somewhere. Oh my gosh, that sounds like <laughs> sounds like one of my worst nightmares. Yet that's how we live our days. We're just on autopilot, allowing tons of thoughts to fly through our head without ever like taking them captive, without ever checking those thoughts. And just making thousands of decisions every day, large and small, without putting much effort into them. And I get it. Sometimes we have to do this, right? We have limited capacity. We have limited mental energy and resources to devote. But what I want to do today is to provide two simple tools that will help you maybe take control. I want to help you turn the plane, turn your life off of autopilot and slide into the captain's seat and go, wait a minute, (laughs) I'm taking control of this ship. I'm taking control of this. Let's move forward in the direction that I want to go in life. Okay, so one tool that I'll share will help you make better decisions and really embrace the amazing 
power of choice in your life. And the other tool will open your mind and help you begin to see and break free from negative thoughts and self-defeating patterns that happen to you on a daily basis that you may not even realize. Okay? Two tools. Let's do it. Let's jump in right now. The first tool, and both of these tools... (laughs) are things that I teach and preach and we work on a lot in my inner circle coaching group. And I'll tell you a little bit more about how we do that later. But the first tool is something that I call play it out. So when we have all of these decisions each and every day, right, and some are big and some are small, the decision, what comes before the decision is a question. Should I start this new diet? Should I start a different diet? Should I do that old diet again? Oh, should I eat this food? Oh my gosh, it looks so good. Should I eat it? Should I eat it right here, right now? Should I keep eating? Should I eat more? Oh, I'm kind of full. I feel kind of, ooh, I feel like I might be miserable, but oh, it's so good. Should I keep eating? Should I eat more? Should I work out even though I really don't feel like it? Even though I'm really tired and I don't want to get up, should I work out? I don't want to get up this early. Should I go work out? Oh, it's the end of my day. I'm so tired. Should I force myself to go work out? Should I step on the scales right now? Like part of me, for some reason, I feel this urge to get on the scales. Should I step on the scales? Let's get out of the weight loss world for a minute. Should I say what I'm about to say? (laughs) Should I say what I'm thinking? Should I send this nasty email? Oh my gosh, I have just written a, a doozy here. Should I send this email? Okay, the solution to all of these questions and more, in my opinion, the simple solution is to play it out. Now, I'll explain this play it out exercise, but here's what we all must understand. It's impossible to play it out if you don't pause. In order to play it out, it requires a pause. So a decision is about to be made. You are faced with a question. Should I eat this food? Should I send this email? Should I say what I'm really thinking? pause. Step into that space just for a moment. Ask some questions and visit the future. And then you can return to the present and make your decision and make your choice. Now, Corey, what are you talking about? Visit the future? Like, this isn't back to the future. I'm not Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I'm not time traveling. You, you can easily time travel in your mind, right? Let's go, let's go with an, a non-weight loss example. Should I say what I'm really thinking? Okay, step in for just a moment and pause. Pause. Okay, I'm not going to say it yet. And you can do all of this, boom, very quickly in your head. I'm not going to say that yet. Instead, I'm just mentally, I'm going to pause. Okay, if I say what I'm thinking, the way that I'm thinking it, what, what's going to happen? How will it be received by this person? What will the repercussions be? What will the consequences be? What will the benefits be? How will I feel about this 30 minutes from now? And we can do it with all of the questions, but it all requires a pause. It requires you in that moment to not react, but to consciously decide, to pause, analyze the long-term impact of what you are about to do or not do, and then make your decision. Then make your choice. And here is something that I don't want you or any of us to miss. The power of choice. Oh my goodness. This is something I teach and preach inside my inner circle coaching group so much. 
so many times when we're trying to lose weight or make any changes in our life, we feel like we're forced to do things. Oh, God, I got to force myself to go work out. I got to force myself to eat these, this freaking steamed broccoli that I hate to eat. I got to force myself to stay away from the cookies. I can't do this. I have to do that. No wonder you're miserable. No wonder. You, you frame this in your mind that none of this is your choice. Well, Corey, I don't like broccoli, and I love cookies. No crap. No, no, we all love cookies. Broccoli doesn't taste as good as a cookie in the moment. Ah, but if we pause and we visit the future, and then we go, wait a minute, what are the consequences of this, and what are the benefits of this? Then we begin to go, wait, hold on. We begin to understand the power of choice in that moment. There are two ways that we do this in my coaching group. We use something that I call recentering questions and then something else that some people call nor or some people call no re. It just it's a exercise, a tool that we use that stands for no regrets. It's the no regrets exercise. Because that's exactly what playing it out does. This first tool that I'm teaching you and encouraging you to use, playing it out, that's what it does. It leaves you in a place where you really have so many fewer regrets. If you really do it, then you make fully informed decisions in the moment because you have visited the future. And then you eliminate your excuses. <laughs> you, you went, you paused you went to 30 minutes from now. You went to an hour from now. You went to tomorrow in your brain very quickly. Our brain is the most massive, powerful supercomputer in the world. And it can do things very quickly in an instant. You visited the future. Boom. In an instant. You looked at all the options. You played it all out in your head. You looked at the benefits and the consequences. Because every decision has both. Every decision is a package deal. If I eat these cookies now, the benefit is... Oh, I get to taste the sugar and I get a little sugar buzz and it's so good on my tongue. Ooh, and it's so nice and it tastes so good. That's the benefit. The consequence is maybe I let myself down because I, I said I wasn't going to have any sweets today. Maybe uh, I just feel even more defeated because I really want to lose weight. That's what I say I want. I want to be healthier and I want to lose weight and I'm pre-diabetic. And so I want to eat fewer cookies. And so the consequence is... I'm not helping out my blood sugar. I'm not moving towards weight loss. Every decision is a package deal. Every decision has benefits and consequences. So you look at all of that. You looked at the benefits. You looked at the consequences. You play it all out in your head. And then you make your decision fully informed. And then you have no worries, no regrets. You took control embraced your power to choose, and you made a conscious decision. It's funny to me how sometimes we almost act like victims of our own decisions. <laughs> it's like we make a ton of bad decisions, and then we sit around and cry and moan and whine about it because of how we're feeling or because of where we are in life. You are where you are because of all the decisions you've made in life. Have other things contributed? Sure, absolutely. It's Where you are in your life is not 100% because of your decisions. Sure, some other things have happened, but for most of us, the vast majority of what puts us exactly where we are is the sum of all of the decisions and the choices that we make and the habits that we form along the way. 
But then we get to this place in life where we just feel like, God, how did I wind up here? Guess what? Rewind to the very beginning of the episode. It's like we're on autopilot, hoping that it takes us somewhere that we want to go. (laughs) How did I wind up here? Like I'm a victim. Man, this sucks. I'm a victim of your own life, of your own decisions. That's almost impossible. These are decisions you made and habits that you formed. But we don't realize it because we don't pause just for a minute and visit the future before making the decisions. Instead, we just boom, 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 zip through life on autopilot, as I said, hoping that it takes us somewhere that we think we'll enjoy, that we want to go. Ultimately, this little tool, this little play it out tool or exercise, it's really all about, in case you haven't figured it out, it's all about connecting now with then. It's all about bringing tomorrow into today. It's about bringing the power of what you really want into the reality of your choices, your decisions that you're making right now. If you're a note taker, grab your pen, grab your pad, open up the note section of your phone. This one little line can be really, really powerful. Now, right now, now can make later better. And it's up to you. It's your choice. (laughs) Every choice is a package deal. You have the power right now. Now can make later better. Really, when we consistently use this simple little play it out tool, it connects you to a vital part of yourself. It connects you to your own self-control. And ultimately, if you do it enough, it builds and strengthens your self-control, which is pretty freaking amazing. (laughs) And self-control and delayed gratification are definitely things that we need, not only for losing weight, but let's be honest that we need these things for a truly happy, fulfilled life. I mean, has anyone ever said, you know, man, oh my gosh, I mean, I just had the best life. I did whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and I said whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted to say it. And I didn't care about anything else. And I ate whatever I wanted whenever I wanted it. And I just lived life on my own terms. And it all went perfectly. And I was super happy and never experienced any consequences. (laughs) No, right? People don't say that. Because self-control and delayed gratification are essential. They are essential qualities for a wonderful, healthy, enjoyable life. In 2 Timothy, verse, uh, 2 Timothy 1, and verse 7, it says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And you guys may be like, oh my gosh, what is this? I thought this was a weight loss podcast. This guy's talking about Bible stuff. Listen, it, it, truth is truth, okay? It, it, here in a little bit, I'm going to quote Rumi, <laughs> who to my knowledge wasn't, uh, wasn't a, a Christian. So I don't know, maybe Rumi read the Bible. I don't know. So we, we go all over the map. But there's tremendous truth in this, okay? 2 Timothy 1.7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Don't miss this. I believe wholeheartedly that power, love, and self-control are all bunched together there for a very specific reason. Embracing and taking ownership of our choices gives us power, tremendous power. And that power leads us to naturally have more self-control. 
self-control that will lead to the life that we really want. Power, self-control. But here's the thing. We struggle with those. We struggle to have power or self-control. We struggle to do this, to feel empowered and to have that self-control if we don't love ourselves. <laughs> Ooh. And then we get down to the meat of it, right? If we don't love ourselves, then often we don't feel like we deserve the things we want, right? We don't feel like we can, even even if we maybe think we do deserve them, we don't feel like we have what it takes to accomplish them. And so we would rather just kind of bury our head in the sand and live on autopilot and just hope that life takes us somewhere we want to go. Because maybe we're mad at ourselves because of all our past failed attempts. And so we haven't even forgiven ourselves, much less move towards liking ourselves or loving ourselves. And therefore, we have a lack of power and a lack of self-control. And we wind up with whatever life serves us. Instead of taking our power back, <laughs> instead of taking ownership of our choices, not being a victim of the life that we've lived and the choices we've made, and taking our power back and practicing and growing and strengthening our self-control because we are learning and have learned to not only begin to like ourselves, but love ourselves and realize that, you know what? I can carve out the life I want. I have that power within me. Mm, man, guys, this, all, this stuff's all connected and it's so incredibly powerful. Okay, let's move forward. <laughs> That's tool number one. We, we do a ton of this stuff in my coaching group. So I'm trying to just introduce you guys to these concepts and help you with them, help you be able to use them in your life in a, in a positive and powerful way. Tool number two that I wanted to talk about today is this simple phrase that can have amazingly profound effects on your life. And it is, it doesn't have to be that way. Now, you may be thinking, well, what doesn't have to be that way? A lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff in your life doesn't have to be that way. Here's the thing, though. And you've heard me talk about this a million and one times on the podcast. Awareness is step one. Without awareness, you can't do this. And what I mean by awareness is earlier I talked about have, how we have hundreds of thousands of thoughts that fly through our head every single day and they impact us. From a mental health perspective, from an emotional perspective, from a decision-making perspective, these thoughts just zip, 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 they just fly through our head, and we think that all of those thoughts are us. We are, we are our thoughts, and our thoughts are us, and that's what makes us who we are, and that's not necessarily the case. You're having all kinds of thoughts because of all kinds of previous experiences, and as you begin to build and strengthen your awareness muscle, this is something that's so beautiful that I love to see happen in my coaching group. People go, okay, oh my gosh, I'm starting to see. I noticed this past week. My brain went here when I was thinking about, when, when, I was in, when I encountered this in life. My brain went here. And then I had this thought. And then the next day, when someone at work said this or that to me, then I had I noticed my brain went here. And they're like, okay, now what do I do about it? <laughs> and I'm always so eager to jump up and go, this is amazing. Don't miss this. Like you have taken the first massive pivotal step in this whole process. You have gained awareness of what was previously, what you were previously unaware of, what was just zipping through your head. So please understand that for this second tool to work, that it doesn't have to be that way. 
you must first develop awareness. You must first begin to actually see, recognize, and think about the thoughts that are flying through your head, which sounds weird, but it's really powerful once you know how to do it. And then once you have awareness, you will begin to catch your negative, limiting, self-defeating thoughts. And then and only then can you say, can you pause? The pause is so essential, guys, for tool number one, for the play it out, and then for this tool number two. We don't pause enough in life. (laughs) Once you have awareness, you can pause. And you can say, you know, hold on a minute. It doesn't have to be that way. You know, I, I don't think I realized it, but I've always... I've always thought like that. Like, I've always thought it just had to be that way. I've always just thought of myself in that way. But it it doesn't have to be that way. And here's the thing. When you first say this, when you first try this on, you don't even have to believe it. It's okay. Just try it on. When you go to the store and shop for clothes, you don't only put on clothes that you wind up buying, right? You put on a certain outfit and you go, eh, I don't know. It looks okay, but it doesn't, uh, it kind of rubs me wrong. It doesn't fit right. And you take it off and you don't keep it. Just try this on. You don't have to be committed to doing it the rest of your life. You don't have to be committed to, quote unquote, buying it. (laughs) Just try it on. It doesn't have to be that way. My friends, we're all stuck in our ways. Our ways of doing. Our ways of thinking. Our ways of being. Our way of believing And sadly, we never stop for a second and go, wait a minute. This is how I've always thought. This is what I've always believed about myself. This is what I've always believed about my situation or my body or my ability to succeed. This is what I've just, holy cow, I never realized that this is what I've somehow along the way started to believe about my body when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to attractiveness or when it comes to hating the way I look. How did I get to this place that I hate the way I look? I used to not hate the way I look and now I hate the way I look. How did that happen? Why do I, how, how did I get to this place where I don't believe I can lose weight? I know people can lose weight. I look around, other people do it all the time. Like I see it, I can be successful, but why do I believe I can't be successful? Where did I, how did I get here? We are stuck in our ways, friends. We never just stop and go, wait, this is, this is how I've always believed. And I don't even realize it. I don't even know why. This is what I've always believed about myself and my situation and my body and my health and my social setting and my family and my friends. But, and that's the pivotal moment. You pause and you go, but, even though it's what I've always believed, even though I'm thinking these thoughts over and over and over again, It doesn't have to be this way. Just open the door to something different. Look, think about it. If you never went outside and you never opened your blinds or drapes, you would think you lived in a dark world. (laughs) And that's just reality. The world's dark. The world's dark, and if I want light, I have to turn on a light. But it's not. The sun comes up every day, right? It's just that it's your reality. You live in a dark house with the blinds and drapes always drawn. And you get no sunshine. It's dark. It doesn't have to be that way. You can open the windows. You can go outside. You can stop living in your own prison. 
Oh, so there's a quote by Rumi. I told you I was going to come back to Rumi. <laughs> there's a quote by Rumi that says that actually one of my uh, co- coaching students recently shared. It says, why do you stay in prison when the door is wide open? Oh, think about that. We create our own prison and the door isn't locked. Sometimes the door maybe is even wide open, but we just stay there. Why do you stay in prison, in your own mental prison that's constructed of faulty thinking and limiting beliefs and just a bunch of mental junk that we never take the time to look at or analyze or clean out? Why do you stay in that prison when, number one, it was constructed by you, and number two, the door is wide open? Now, not only did this student, this member of my coaching group, share that, they went on and shared a poem that they had written uh, as they were, I'm not sure if they wrote it as they were moving through the content. There's another uh, exercise that we do in the coaching program called Your Emotional Home, Discovering Your Emotional Home and, and Rebuilding Your Emotional Home. And they shared this amazing poem, and I want to share just a part of it here because I felt it was so powerful, and I just feel like some of you might be able to connect. I'm not a huge poetry guy, totally self-confessed. I love music, which I guess is poetry that is sung, (laughs) so maybe I do love poetry. But uh, poetry that isn't music, I've never been a huge fan, but this was so amazing and so powerful to me. So I wanted to share it. The title is My Awakening, and I'm kind of jumping into the middle here, but they said... So I wait for rescue. As I wait, I dare to dream. I awaken to the realization that I constructed this prison. The foundation is reinforced with limiting beliefs and relinquished power. The walls are cast of judgment, blame, and doubt. This is where I breathe life into excuses. I do not need rescue. I alone can unlock and open the door to reveal the path to my journey, to my truth. I hesitantly open the door. The shadows ever so slightly brighten, revealing glimmers of softly sparkling light. Instinctively, I know with my guidance, the radiance will strengthen and empower possibilities. When I am ready, I will venture out and move forward on my journey. Until then, I retreat to my familiarity, to my shelter. The door remains open, and that is enough for now. Mm. So good. I think that's so good. I hope you enjoyed and benefited from that as much as all of us in the Inner Inner Circle Coaching Group did. My friends, so often we construct our own prisons, and then we sit there increasingly sad, And defeated, and as this person says, waiting for rescue, when in reality, it's your prison, your walls, and the way out is not blocked or locked. Other people can help, but ultimately, it's up to you. Only you can set yourself free. And I hope that you'll use these two exercises. I hope you'll begin to embrace the power of your choices, by playing it out. And I hope that you'll begin to catch some of those negative, limiting, self-defeating thoughts and use that simple phrase. You know what? It, 
it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to. And at least maybe open the door to the prison that you might have built for yourself. My friends, I hope this was helpful. I hope that you'll share it with someone who you feel like could benefit. And then I hope that two or three or four, all of you, will get together and discuss it. There's incredible power in that. I talk about it all the time. Don't just listen. Share and discuss because other people will have insights and realizations that maybe you didn't have. And you'll have insights and aha moments that they didn't have. And it will be so incredibly beneficial. So please take action. And lastly, I hope that you know, (laughs) I hope that you know and you never forget that you are so much more than a number. So don't let the scales dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace because you're so much more than that. And losing weight's incredible. And I love helping people break free of that mental prison and actually lose weight. But really, losing weight's not about fitting into a smaller size or liking the way you look at at the beach. Oh, I got to get ready for my bikini. No, losing weight is about living the life you've always wanted to live. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%. So even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. You can borrow my belief as you build your own, and we will get you there. Okay? Take care, my friends. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm honored you spent it with me. God bless. Bye-bye.